Welcome to J Campus Uncut episode 10 and I have a special guest and up and coming star in the bikini world for the WBFF. I have Mercedes Phillips here. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. So I want to get Mercedes on guys because I know you guys like to follow, you know, the girls through the industry because they're all doing very well building um, brands within themselves from their competing. Um, so what better to do it than this young up and comer? So you've done two shows, right, Mercedes? Yes, two and plenty more to come. Yep, two with the WBFF. And tell us a little bit about how you went with those shows. So let's start with the first one. When was that? Um, that was last year, April. I placed fifth. I was 20 back then, <laughs> so long ago. So, no, first show and place fifth, that's pretty huge. And for someone so young, have you done anything in, like, performing or, like, stage performance or anything prior to stepping on stage? Or was that your first time, like, in front of an audience as well? No, I used to do cheerleading. I did cheerleading for about seven years, I think. So no. I was pretty used to being on stage, but that's my first time being on stage by myself because cheerleading you're with a team so it was quite yeah. daunting yeah so that's you know that's pretty impressive to get up there and it is pretty scary but having that past um experience i guess with cheerleading how did you feel getting on stage was it exciting for you or were you like nervous was it a, a pretty big thing to for you to overcome um i was oh, i was pretty nervous right until I was about to step on stage. I just got, I think the nerves turned more in excitement than actually yeah. being nervous. Um, and then as soon as I got on stage, it just made me realise that I actually belong on this stage and that I actually felt like at home, which sounds so weird, but yeah. I just felt so happy being on stage. So that's, that's, and so as soon as you stepped on, regardless of the placing, you were hooked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yep, I'm coming back next year. That's cool. So that's really cool. And so what got you into that first show before we move on to the second show? How did that come about? Was that something you've been planning to do for years or did you have a friend that competed or how did you get from a cheerleader and then into at 20 being on stage as a WBFF bikini athlete? So my dad was a bodybuilder. Um, so I've been sort of brought up into the bodybuilding world. Um, but I've always looked up to my dad and was like obsessed with gym since being probably like 12, not gonna lie. Um, and then I started following Lauren Simpson on Instagram and Rachel oh, Dillon. Uh, so they've been, yeah, they've been a massive, massive inspiration to me. Oh my God, my headphones are massive inspiration to me since I was like, I don't know, 14. Um, so you started following yeah. these girls when you were 14 and now you're sort yeah. of like walking in their footsteps. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is insane to think about like little 14-year-old Merck would be, like her jaw would be dropped right now. <laughs> she would be shocked that I'm in this position. Um, cool. So, yeah, I've always, I've always had the dream of stepping on the WBFF stage since being 14 or maybe a little bit older, 15, but it's always been there. That's cool. So you got on stage, you loved it, and then you got fifth, you were hooked. Now you're moving into your second show. Yep. Did you feel like after your first show that sort of brought you a little bit of attention from like other girls in the industry once you stepped on stage? Do you think 
that it was more the journey or the final product that sort of brought you um, more sort of, I guess, acknowledgement that, hey, you're coming and you're, you're going to bring something special? Definitely the journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so think... You brought, your, your, your audience brought into, like, your journey to the stage. Yeah, a lot of girls come um, either come up to me or message me saying that they love how raw and open and honest that I am about, like, the journey to the WFF stage because obviously when I was growing up, I didn't realise how hard the journey actually is to the stages. Like, it's hard. All, all you just see is, like, the glitz, the glamour and just the stage photos. Like, you don't actually see how much work you have to put in to achieve that. Yeah, it's a huge... So, it's huge to... I guess, experience that and realise how hard your dream actually was as well. Like that's yeah. something you want to do for a long time. So that's really cool. Um, what I wanted to sort of say off the back of that was, so you, your second show, you've got these people following you now. Yeah. People know sort of who you are. They love the journey the first time around. You did so well. Fifth place for anyone who hasn't been to a WBFF show. We're talking like 30, 40, 50 girls in a class. So to be in the top 10 is like an amazing achievement for your first show. Um, and to place in the top five is even, you know, greater. And there's some girls that, you know, spend years trying to crack into the top 10. Um, so that's such a cool thing for her to achieve. Now, did you feel more confident going into your second show or do you think it was more pressure because people kind of expected you to do better than that fifth place honestly I felt more confident um because I had sort of I knew what the feeling was of being on stage was like um obviously going on stage for the first time I was really shaky and I'm sure like it does get better but you're still going to be shaky no matter what because of just the adrenaline but it I was just so much more excited to go back on stage. I had I didn't feel any pressure whatsoever. I was doing it for myself. Like, it was good. That's good. Well, talking about, I guess, moving into your second show, what was your approach with, like, your diet, your cardio, um, I guess, those sort of variables for your first show? And then tell us a little bit about that. And then let's lead into how that differed for your second show. Did you change much? Did you try a new approach or what was it that really, um, I guess, set them apart? Yep. So I actually swapped coaches. Um, I went with, for my second show, I went with someone who was more um, educated in the WBF Federation and the bikini category. Um, my first coach, I was his first client to be putting on stage. So it was stressful in that way. Um, so the second show was a lot more, and like the journey to the second show was a lot more um, less stressful. Um, and I guess that I had more education around nutrition the second time around. Um, the first time, I really didn't know much about education and I actually finished um, a course with nutrition in my things after my first show. So I know a lot more now since back then. <laughs> um, with training... You just sort of gain more knowledge as each year goes on pretty much. So my training, um, I've 
definitely put like a lot more effort into my training, like hitting what PB sort of still. Of, yeah, what sort of style of training do you did you do in the first prep? Were you the plan that was written for you? Was it you know a lot of cop- <laughs> sorry guys, sorry everyone out there in podcast land. Cookie, we need to stop <laughs> now. I'm um, in something really important right now. <laughs> Come here. So now you've been a part of the very well-known cookie acting up in the podcast. Um, <laughs> someone's actually trying to come to the door and she's not happy about it. But we're talking about your training style. So, like, do, do you do a lot of compound work or machine work or what would you say your style of training is um, that works for you? A lot more compound work um, works well for me. Um, in my first, like, journey to the stage, it was more um, had I honestly cannot remember. Oh, yeah. there she goes again. Yeah. Um, it was a lot different compared to my first. That's for sure. Like a lot more compounds, um, different rep schemes. What's your sorry? Sorry, guys. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop. It's literally just your mum. She looks here. <laughs> um, so you like so what works for you is a lot of compounds. So what sort of rep range do you normally lift in when you're sort of lifting? Um, I guess off season and then pre comp. Off season, oh, like eight to actually, I cannot remember. Comp was I've honestly let me have a look because I. My brain. Oh, it was a lot of uh, like the five weeks out. It was like ten to fifteen reps, fifteen, twelve, ten reps. Um, more higher reps leading towards yeah. comp. Do you, ever, do you ever do like sort of heavy heavy squats or heavy deadlifts? Yeah, uh, or? I do hack squats. I don't do like barbell squats. Like heavy, I always push heavy weights, even yeah. if it's like higher reps. I still try and like yeah, lift a heavy. lot heavier. Yeah. yeah. And do you, did you follow a macro approach for your first show or a meal plan? Um, I did macros, um, which I wish I did a meal plan because I was so uneducated. I was yeah. eating like not a lot of voluminous food, so I was starving like uh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was so bad and, like, oh, And I experienced binge eating, like, when I was After in my first No, well, during, like, oh, wow. yeah. Just from, just from being, like, not satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. And, like, I was living with my family as well, so they were always having, like, KFC for dinner and Macca's for dinner and they would always ask me and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so bad even though they knew i was on comp prep they would still ask me because i feel bad and i'm like oh, okay, yeah. i guess i could but like i know i wasn't as like disciplined as i was now yeah. um so it was so hard to say no to things so moving into your second show did you use a meal plan or did you track did you track again but you just made um you just made your meal plan yourself up in your app um i did do a meal plan three weeks out and leading to comp which helped a lot like my body weight wasn't dropping for a while yeah. um 
but my physique was looking different every single time but it was just like my body weight was just not dropping and then as soon as I got onto that meal plan it just dropped so quickly so um what do you you attribute that to do you think that just having less variables in the in there with the tracking allowed you to stay more true in your deficit or do you think you just your water weight was fluctuating a lot or what do you think went on there I think it was a lot of water weight um and also like sodium like I was eating a lot of salt so I dropped like back some salt and my weight just dropped which is good so I guess you guys out there listening to this podcast if you're looking to go into your first prep um I would highly recommend a meal plan if it's your first prep even just for the final like 10 to 12 weeks if you're not super uh aware of how to structure your food because just like what Mercedes was saying is, you know, if you're following macros, it's so easy to fit stuff in and you might be within your calories, but, you know, you can't always guarantee uh, if you're buying food, how much of something's in there, even if it's on my fitness power, like they say a McDonald's cheeseburger, they might put 50 of extra ketchup and an extra pickle on there and that's going to throw it out by 50 calories. And then if there's, you know, 20 grams more fries, it might be this much. Even if you get something healthy, like, you know, from a a salad from a shop or something like that, and you approximate the chicken and everything like that, you still may miss things in there. So by being on a meal plan where you are limiting your variables, it just keeps you in that deficit. It also keeps your food volume higher, which um, did you notice in your second prep that by keeping your food volume higher, you had less, I guess, want to binge? Yeah, for sure. It definitely helped a lot. Yeah. So what what we sort of want to, if you're out there, you're thinking about competing, this sounds like a great, you know, journey for you. You know, these are sort of notes that you can take from people who have done, been there, done that, and what they have sort of, I guess, uh, experienced. So now that you went into the meal plan, you prefer that option when you're sort of getting close to a show now, you think that's going to be the route that you go next time? Yeah, 100%. And it also takes like a stress weight off my shoulders. So I don't yeah. have to stress about what I need to fit into my macros and calories and if it's the right foods or if it's going to not make me bloat, things like that. Like it just makes me so less stressed. And um, being your first show to second show, how much did your cardio vary first time around to second time around? Um, first time around, I don't think I was doing that much cardio. I think it was I started cardio like, eight weeks out or like six weeks out like it wasn't a lot and I think it was only four sessions a week whereas I started cardio 12 weeks out this comp prep and it ended up I think maybe like six weeks from six weeks out it was like five sessions a week and then three weeks out was every single day and how do you what do you prefer do you prefer to like diet harder or do you prefer to do more cardio and eat a bit more food i would prefer like prefer um doing more cardio and eat more food but sometimes eating less works better yeah and so like what would you like to improve on now that you're sort of like you what did you think you improved actually from show one to show two what do you think the biggest improvements you made um, I definitely grew my glutes. Um, those were the biggest, like that was the biggest improvement I've made, and you can tell massive difference. And also focused on 
my back as well grew my back and had like more condition to it um same as my midsection so my abs more more defined nice and what do you want to improve on now that you've obviously placed um second now so you can sort of see that pro card is in within reaching distance if you keep you know improving what do you want to improve on now just bring back more condition just shred down a little bit more and get that pro card (laughs) so that's where you think you just need to be a little bit tighter yeah for sure yeah yeah cool and what are your sort of future plans now with competing and Tell us a little bit about what you do as, you know, for your work and what your plans are there. Um, so I do really want to do July next year. Um, I want to give myself some time off. Um, hopefully July maybe or maybe, I don't know. I really do want, I don't want to miss out on Christmas this time. I've missed out on Christmas and my birthday two years in a row. So, yes, thinking of that July. Um, I'm an online coach for women, so I work for myself um it's called blondies fitness which you can follow me on instagram underscore blondies fitness otherwise my main instagram is mercedes underscore blondie um and i live in the gold coast sunny gold coast has been a little bit more chilly out these ways though hasn't it yes in the morning absolutely freezing but it's better than melbourne weather that's for sure (laughs) that's for sure so Essentially, um, I've really enjoyed talking to you and we're really excited to see what you do with the WBFF. Um, We'll finish now on, I guess, what are your top tips for someone looking, someone, you know, your age, 19, 20, looking to step into this world of competing. Give me your top tips and how you would sort of get them on that journey. All right, so I've got a few written down because if someone was my age or younger, I would want them to do this. Find a coach who knows the standards for the federation you want to do and the category as well. Um, Have a good amount of time in off-season. Off-season is going to be the best thing for you to bring a good physique to the stage. I 100% agree with that. And just while you say that, before your first show, did you sort of plan your off-season or were you mentally just already kind of training and eating that way? Um, In my first comp, like before my first comp, I did a few off-seasons, but I've never did, I never did a shred. So the comp prep was my first ever shred, which was hard. Yeah, yeah. What's your next Um, tip? Come up. Go to one of the competitions and watch the show. <laughs> 100%. Did you go to a comp before you sit on stage? Unfortunately, I couldn't because it was COVID. Oh, and yeah. yeah, which sucked. But I was watching every single live video when Taylor Hicks won her pro card. So mm. I was sort of there. <laughs> yeah. It's really important, like... I think just to get an idea for the, of the atmosphere, how many people are mm. going to be there, how big and bright the stage actually is, and how a show is actually run in terms of like what you're expected to do up there, uh, it gives you so much less stress going into the whole thing because it's already stressful enough. You know you're going to be standing on stage getting judged and you are practicing the posing routine, obviously, but you don't really know what it's going to feel like in that room. So I do suggest you get out there, and just, you know, watch a show or a couple of shows and um, see what you're signing up for because it may not be for you. You may get shit scared. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Um, another one is make sure you practice posing a lot. Um, yes. It's a massive thing. Like going on stage, just being on stage, but also practicing in a bikini and heels and in front of people as well. So you're not like as scared as going on stage for the first time. Practice yeah. in front of people in a group um, without a mirror. Did you do some group posing when you were leading up to your shows? Yeah, I did a few group posing with, like, my um, posing coach, which helped so much. I was holding a lot of, like, my first comp, I was holding a lot of weight. And yeah. once I did my first group posing session, I dropped, like, two kilos in a night because of the stress. Just yeah, no, yeah, sweet. So, And that's uh, such an amazing thing is I think what you just touched on there is like you will be less stressed and more confident on stage if you do that. If you go to the posing classes, the more posing you do, the better. If you actually um, do it in front of people like your parents or your boyfriend as well, because, you know, they're going to be in the audience. They're they're eventually going to see it. Um, So it can just really break the ice for you and they can see you get better and that can also improve your confidence when they're sort of like going like, yep, this is looking really good. 100%. 100%. Yes, totally. My ass is on um, your list. One more. I've got enjoy the journey. Um, yes. It's a massive one. My first comp, I guess, it was a lot harder for me because I've never really experienced something like that. And I was always blaming people for, like, eating in front of me or going out. And, like, I don't know. I was, wasn't was really enjoying the journey. But this time around, I – enjoyed the journey so much going to the gym every single day doing extra like doing cardio going back to the gym posing like enjoying absolutely everything like I just live breathe it like I just want I can't wait to do it again to be honest so good and I think you know it's it is really nice to hear people say they enjoy the journey and they uh, actually you know were present for that because a lot of people do it for that stage time and yeah. potentially what they may get from, you know, the stage or the placing. But, you know, you spend, <laughs> hey, sh- <laughs> you spend so much of your time, you know, in that journey going to the gym. If you don't make it a, a routine or something that is fun for you, of course it's going to be challenging. Everything is. But if you don't do that, it's only going to end up being, like, really disappointing at the end when you do get to the, to the show because sometimes they don't go your way or, you know, mm. it just, you're not going to be present there. You're going to be thinking of the next thing. So 100% agree yeah. with um, Yeah, a couple of ways to make yourself enjoy that journey is to give yourself enough time. Exactly what, you know, Mercedes said is give yourself enough time so you have the time to lose the weight. You're not pushing too hard too soon. You know, you get to build yourself into it and you can then adjust your routine around that. And she said another thing that I totally agree is, you know, it's very easy to blame people around you like, hey, you know, stop mm. eating that around me, stop doing this. But they're not doing the show. You are. You signed up for it. So you've got to be the one that is, you know, understanding of everyone else is still going to let their life go on. Um, you may be doing something difficult and challenging. And, of course, people will want to support you as much as they can. But that was your choice to do the show, not their choice. So, you know, you've got to be accountable for your actions, which is sticking to your diet, your training. Um, and there may be people around you that don't necessarily, um, I guess, hold back when it comes to the things that they eat or do, but you've just got to let them live their life as well. Yeah, exactly. I love that. 
So um, where can, so you've given us your Instagram, given us your business, and do you have a website for your business or just through Instagram? Yeah, I do have a website. It's blondiesfitness.com.au. Perfect. So if there's any woman out there that want to jump on with Mercedes, reach out. Otherwise, follow her on her Instagram and you can see more of her journey to the stage. But thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Welcome.